26. The first sure notes of the march of victory as you and I listen to Britain. To remember is for every human being is very difficult. And it is interesting that one of the great American books written by Thomas Wolfe has as a t its title, You Can't Go Home Again. I believe that you can never leave home. You take it with you. It's all over your skin like powder and up your nose like dust and in your eyes like yesterday's dreams. You know, it's all there. So the idea of trying to remember is at once so dead blame painful because to be an autobiographer, which is what I've come to be, then that means I have to enchant myself to go and face these dragons and brutes and beasts of childhood, sink down into that place again. And the fear every morning is that I won't get out. And I do really sometimes, especially if I drink enough sherry, I begin to wonder, does anybody care enough about me, love me enough to come in there and get me and pull me out? I was, I was at university. My degree had nothing to do with law politics, degree had nothing to do with bingo. But I worked in bingo part-time, and I just loved the environment I worked in. And there was something about it, and I thought maybe I'll do it for a couple of years and I'll move on, because I could see my mother grimacing as I told her that uh, after years of training or whatever, I was going to be a bingo manager for a wee while. I go home with my friends, my friends are like joiners, electricians, chartered accounts, whatever, and you sit down, you tell you, do you want to hear the bingo stories? The bingo stories can be quite spectacular. After all, this is a place where people come often every day to take a flutter with a tiny chance that a miracle could happen. Many come so often that it's just part of their day, a mundane ritual. They don't expect to win. Sometimes they go home before the winners are revealed. And the winners came out that the Fords had won £2,000. So this woman had flown the nest. She went away very quickly. And I'm searching for this woman saying, she's away, Paul. What do you mean she's away? She's won two grand. We need to get her back here to sign the paperwork. So we drove into this wee housing estate. It's a new building, East End. And then I went, and I just did one of those white kind of doors, and I chapped the door. She, well, she walks out to us and she opens the door. She went, Paul, oh, Paul, the bingo manager. Now, I don't know why it is, but sometimes when people see somebody in a suit in the front door, they think there's trouble ahead for them. So I, I smiled inside. No, no, you're OK, you're OK. Uh, it's just to tell you, you went away a bit too quick today. You won £2,000. But she looked like she visibly was going to faint, so she staggered back. You're joking, you're joking. I went, no. Oh, you've won two grand. I said, oh, I swear to God. I said, you just need to come into the club next time. There's no rush. I thought she was getting her hat and her hat and her jacket on to come and join us in the car to get the £2,000, but she was delighted. And that is one of the best feelings. The tactile nature of the shop is uh, very pronounced. Of course, people arrive here and they just want to touch and sometimes taste everything. There, There's a whole tribe of human being that will immediately test a bristle on in their mouth. Leon works in the shop, helping customers with queries. He's also a brilliant artist in his own right. Oil paintings and drawings. I like the Shinto-like appreciation of materials. They're all imbued with spirit and are dealt with with respect and you know, why not work like that? I was taught when I was at school 
that humility was the most productive stance to work from as an artist, to see it as a conversation. Four, twelve, fifty-six.